Welcome, welcome, welcome! Once again, it is Velvet Ale Watches Movies, so you don't have to. But this week, this movie, you may have to! I don't know. I don't know yet. But this might be one of the ones you have to watch. Um, it's called 2016. And I have no fucking clue what it's about. I'm keeping to know very little. Uh... It is from Ghana in Africa, which you may know as the home country of WWE superstar Kofi Kingston. You know, once they decided to, you know, admit that he was from Africa and not Jamaica. Oh, those early days when he was Jamaican, that was something. But, so this is from Ghana, so I don't know if this quite qualifies as a Nollywood film. Because I think those are just Nigerian. I'm not too, like, fully up on Nollywood. But I have seen a couple of Nollywood films. And they are fan-fucking-tastic. And I think this one looks to be fan-fucking-tastic. I'm watching this off YouTube and it's in two parts. So this might be a long episode because it's a long film. But, oh, well, not that long. But longer than the films I normally do. But, uh, it looks like, uh, we've got some bad, like, renderings of the Terminator, uh, endoskeleton, and I guess kind of like an alien. And the reason I chose this is I was watching a YouTube clip of, like, bad movie acting, and they included a scene from this in which they kick a baby! They kick a baby! How can I not watch this film?! Um, don't worry, don't worry. It looked like they didn't actually kick the baby. It's some bad, bad, bad CGI. So, I, I'm excited. Why am I wasting time talking to you when I could be watching this movie? On I go. I'm going to try to do this movie justice. I don't know if I can truly, like, explain. Because th these are the type of films you kind of have to see for yourself. But, so, we're in an office, I think, um, or just some guy's, like, random room with, like, white tarp hung up to make it try to seem like it's an office and not just someone's house. <laughs> it's probably someone's basement. And this guy is at a computer, which is, uh, you know what, kind of fancy. I was, I would have expected, like, you know, uh, late 90s type computer, which is kind of racist of me, I guess now that I think about it, to assume that Ghana would have, like, really old-ass computers. You know, this movie was made in, like, 2014, so it's really not, like, that far-fetched for them to have modern computers. So fuck me. I'm an asshole. But, so he's watching the computer, and it looks like a Windows screensaver, like, it's just got, like, planets floating by. But I think it's supposed to be, like, actual shots of space that he's watching. Because he's very weird and... Con or, not weird, but he's very concerned and worried. And, you know, it doesn't help that we've got, like, this music that's going, like... Dun-dun-dun-dun! Just that really, like, just tense music that you just see in, like, every B-movie. Like, but they usually don't star start off with this music... It's normally just kind of, you know, at really tense scenes, like, oh no, something's gonna happen. And I guess, you know, we're supposed to worry, because 
he sees something on this screensaver that worries him. And he gets a call, and he says something I couldn't quite make out. Because um, I can't tell if he was actually speaking English, because he's kind of, like, mumbling and has a very heavy accent. So I don't know if he was speaking English or some other language. And I tried to be respectful and look up what is the official language of Ghana and say, like, okay, this is the language they're speaking. But apparently English is the official language, but there's, like, ten other languages that people do speak in, like, Ghana. So I have no clue. Because next scene, they are definitely not speaking English, so I have no clue what they're saying, and I can't even tell you what language they're speaking in, unfortunately. I am not that cultured. But this little kid, he's asleep in a chair, and this older kid, who's probably like his older brother, comes and starts yelling at him, like, I don't know, I assume he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Falling asleep. You gotta be on guard. Or maybe. I don't know. Again, like I said, I don't know what language this is. Um, should I play a little clip and someone can know? Here, here's a little clip of them talking. Yeah, so I have no idea what they're saying, um, but the older kid seems, like, very angry at the younger kid. Now, the older kid laughs, so he must not believe, like, the story that the younger kid's telling, and they start arguing again, and the older kid walks off, and... The younger kid's like, oh, like, ah, fuck him. What does he know anyways, I think. Again, I don't know the language, so I don't know what they're saying. And then we go to a scene with these two buddies who's... They're acting like they know each other, so, like, you know, they've been... It, it seems like they're two long-standing friends kind of just shooting the shit and, I don't know, telling some crazy stories. Again, I have no idea what they're saying. But... They kept saying the word qualifications over and over. So, I don't know. Maybe they're talking about someone who might not be qualified for whatever qualifications would be needed. Then there's this lady who's sitting out on the porch or something. And she calls for Milena and Milena comes out from inside. And I'm not sure if they're bickering or just gossiping. Seems like they're just kind of gossiping, but Milena's like, whatever, I don't agree, or something, and she goes inside. And then this other lady comes, and, you know, they start gossiping. And whatever they're talking about, I think is important, because the music is very loud and super dramatic. Way too dramatic for, like, the casual tone of, like, the dialogue. Because they're, like, probably saying, like, oh, hey, you know, Cynthia is in town, and do you think we should go get a cake for her? And the music's all like, dun, 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 dun. like, oh no, something bad's gonna happen. So, they might actually be talking something serious, like, oh hey, Cynthia's in town, and she's gonna kill herself, so do you think we should go stop her? Could be. That could be what's going on. Meanwhile, the scientist... He's still looking at the computer and like, oh no. He looks at the screensaver. And there's more than just the planets. There's a spaceship. Oh no, something's going on. And 
then we get this guy and he's sitting on the porch. Everyone's just kind of like hanging out at this apartment complex. Looks like a very nice apartment complex from the outside. I'll just say that. I don't know what the apartments look like on the inside, but from the outside, you know, seems like a seems like a good place to live. I I would think. But except for, you know, all these neighbors that just come around and so, but this guy's sitting there, and I think it might be his wife that's shown up, and she's very angry at him for some reason. Um, you know, maybe because he hasn't gone out to get a job. That's the backstory I'm going to give on them. Um, and so she's yelling at him, and says Ghana a lot of times. So, I don't know, maybe she wants to move out of the country. But they can't, because his lazy ass won't get a job. That fucker, you know? Because you need money to move out of the country. Can't do that until you get a job, you lazy bum. Now, meanwhile, we get to see inside the spaceship. And I am so fucking psyched. Because there's nothing better than, like, 1997 CGI. Especially when it's used in, like, 2016. Like, just fantastic. (laughs) But, so, we get the aliens... That are kind of like, their bodies are kind of the bodies of the aliens from the Aliens franchise. But their heads, and mostly like in their mouths, it's a fucking predator face. So, I'm, you know what, this makes me like happy. Because that means that aliens and predators have set aside their differences and fucked. They have mated, and now we got these alien predator babies and I'm glad I'm glad to learn that these two species could get together you know what there is a great film just waiting to happen at least a great story a Romeo and Juliet type story where an alien and a predator say fuck our parents we are gonna bone and they're gonna give birth to these babies that grow up into the spaceship that's gonna come down to earth cause I think I don't know. They're they're not speaking English either. So I and they're speaking whatever language this film is filmed in. Which maybe I should at least try to find out what language this film is in. So at least I don't look like such an asshole. I this movie deserves my respect for having like these really bad CGI. Uh it reminds me of like the amazing bulk. If you ever seen that film. That is another film you need to see. Just purely on like. The horridness of the CGI. I. You know what. I think I'm giving it too much cre- this film too much credit. By even calling it 1996 CGI. This is probably like 1980s. <laughs> like this is. This is seriously like the type of. Like animation that you would see. On the Windows 95 screensaver. So it's beautiful. It's a beautiful film, though, because we have learned that predators and aliens have fucked. At least in my head canon. <laughs> this is my backstory. I don't know what any of this dialogue is, so I am just gonna make shit up as I go along. So the scientist starts talking to one of his neighbors and, you know, tells them that, you know, the spaceship's coming. Which I know because he says spaceship. And that is the only word I know. The rest of it is not in English, but he does say spaceship. And the other guy just 
he seems very nonchalant. Like, but not in a way that he thinks like, oh, the scientist is crazy. He's like, oh, that's actually interesting. A spaceship's coming. But he's not worried about it. Like, the scientist is kind of worried. Like, we don't know what the fuck this spaceship is. And he, the guy's like, just like, nah. You know, maybe they're friendly. Maybe it's E.T. or Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know, why do we always have to assume that the aliens are coming to kill us? Even though, in this case, they probably are coming to kill you. But yeah, I, I do agree you shouldn't just jump to that conclusion that the aliens are coming to kill you. Maybe they're friendly aliens. And so, now, I think it's the next day, and there's a group of four, like, teens. Three guys and one girl. And they're talking about something, and one of the one of the guys is very like preppy looking, and I think he might be the guy that the scientist was talking to, and starts you know telling his friends that you know, spaceship and scientist, those are the only two words that I know. <laughs> like, don't they say spaceship and scientist in English? Which makes me wonder if in this language they don't have a word for spaceship or scientist. Which, okay, maybe, like, spaceship, yeah, maybe you don't really, like, give a fuck about spaceships and don't believe in it, so you didn't come up with a word for it. But is there no, like, Ghana word for scientist? Like, I don't want to be racist here, but is there the suggestion that there are no scientists in Ghana? Except for this one dude who's found the alien ship. And since he know no other word to call himself, he called himself a scientist. Because there is no Ghana word for scientist. And so this, you know, has an argument. Like, the other kids, like, they don't believe, like, spaceship. Especially this guy who's wearing a Sesame Street shirt. Which, again, I, I am kind of, like, happy and proud to learn that Sesame Street, like, is beyond just the streets. It's a global phenomenon and even people in Ghana love Sesame Street. And how can you not? But, even though he loves Sesame Street, or maybe he doesn't and he's wearing the shirt ironically, I don't know. Because he seems like kind of like the cool teen, so it could be ironic. But, thing is, people who like kind of wear stuff ironically, they actually like the stuff, but don't want to admit it. So they pretend to be ironic. So, but they're arguing, and, you know, they say spaceship and scientist a lot. So, I'm thinking some of them believe the scientist because he's a scientist, and the others are like, he's a fucking crackpot because there are no such thing as spaceships. Meanwhile, on the spaceship, the horribly rendered CGI spaceship, the alien predators are talking again. There's three of them, and... You know, these three might be the only ones we get. And for some reason, they've got, like, flammable barrels behind them. You know those barrels that, like, in video games you shoot and they blow up to kill the enemies around them? And I'm pretty sure, you know, they're, these barrels exist in real life. And you should not shoot them. But it's always fun in video games. You shoot the barrel, it blows up, it kills the enemies nearby. I'm only bringing that up because they might be Chekhov's flammable barrels. 
They might have to shoot these barrels to kill the alien predators. But so the alien predators, they're talking amongst themselves. And, you know, I think they're making the decision that, yes, they are going to invade Earth. And kill everyone. Because they are alien predators. Now the scientist sits down at his computer and somehow he's managed to get a recording of the aliens talking. The alien predators. And it's not good. Because they're speaking his language. So he can tell, like, oh, this isn't good. And he gets on the phone and he's telling someone, like, oh, I heard this message and this isn't good. And I hear him say 2016 and Ghana. So I think he's telling this person on the line that Ghana's going to be invaded by these alien predators by 2016. That's my guess. Now we've got a news report and... Thankfully, this is in English, so at least I've got a little bit of understanding of what's going on. So apparently, the scientist has told us all, like, what's happening. He intercepted the dialogue from these alien predators, and apparently they did some research on Earth, and Ghana is the most peaceful country on Earth, so they're going to come and completely destroy it. Which, I, I guess, yeah, I'm, I mean, if you're planning on taking over part of a world, you want to first attack the country that will give you the least resistance. The easiest country to topple. Get yourself a foothold. That That's just smart. That's smart planning on the alien predator's part. But that's it for uh, the English part. <laughs> and we're back to them speaking whatever language it is that I don't understand. And... So these two women are start arguing, and they say scientists, and Ghana, and spaceship, and alien. So, you know, there's some English words, and I'm kind of trying to piece together what they could possibly be saying. And then we go to, like, some... It's like the midway court of the apartment complex, I think, where all the tables are, and everyone's just kind of hanging out drinking coca-cola great product placement coca-cola because if you're in ghana about to be invaded you want the best that's not coke's uh catchphrase is it it would have this joke would have worked better if i gave coke's catchphrase but damn i can't even remember <laughs> what where am i going with this i'm lost again because I can't understand what's going on, but uh, there's a voice on the loudspeaker telling everyone that, you know, aliens are going to invade Ghana. Best I can figure. Because, okay, so the English words we've got, is got, would Ghana be considered an English word? As far as words I know. So, we've got spaceship, scientists, and aliens. And 2016. So... I think the argument is all about whether or not the aliens in the spaceship will invade Ghana by 2016. And there's a lot of arguing going on, because they're probably, like, arguing like, oh, that can't be real, they can't possibly be aliens. And the other guys are like, scientist, scientist! The scientists say it, so it must be true. And there's just a lot of arguing. And this is how the aliens are going to take over. Because the nice people of Ghana are going to be too busy arguing with each other, and the aliens just come in, swoop up, and eat them. 
I don't know. I don't know if their plan is to eat the people. So the little kid from earlier, he's sweeping up the outside of the apartment complex because child labor laws are non-existent in Ghana. I don't know. It, you know, it, he might not be doing it for the apartment complex. It could be like his grandma told him, like, you're going to fucking clean this place up, fucking little ingrate child. It happens. You, you got to teach the kids. You got to teach them that they got to sweep up. And if you need to call them in great little fucking children, I think Dr. Spock says that that's okay. I don't know, does anyone remember Dr. Spock? The whole child psychologist guy? Because he was before my time. I only know him because I watched a lot of TV reruns when I was a kid. And what was it, Mama's Family? What was the show that had, like, the puppet? She was like the grandma or like just the general matriarch of the family, but she was a puppet. And I just remember there was like an episode and they were talking about Dr. Spock and they had like kind of a funny joke where they confused Dr. Spock with Spock from Star Trek. Um, and I'm not sure if, did Le Leonard Nimoy guest star on it? I don't know. I should look that up. But that is neither here nor there. So the kid is sweeping up. And the other older kid comes, and he's like, Oh man, you gotta hear this crazy story. Scientists, they say aliens are gonna come and invade Ghana. Isn't that ridiculous? And the little kid's like, Oh man, that is so super ridiculous. And then we go back to the husband and wife. The husband comes home from, I don't know. I don't know if he has a job. I think he's just a bum and kind of like hangs around and hangs at the bar or something and that's why his wife is so mad at him like where have you been and he's like honey honey scientist research research is another word that they say in english so it is so weird in that like it seems like in every conversation there's an extra english word added and it's got me like so like intrigued by this language that they're speaking that apparently they don't have their own language for let's see what we've got now scientist spaceship alien research so i think i forgot and 2016 which i'm assuming like that they don't have their own numbers so so okay i've got five terms so far and i think i'm forgetting one or two that there is apparently no equivalent in their language, so they have to say the English version. That is just, like, really intriguing to me. I, I just wonder why. Like, why do they not have their own words for, like, scientist and research? That is, like, just bizarre to me. Or they're like, you know, these English words are pretty fucking perfect. We're keeping them. The rest of the language, however, fuck the... Fuck that. Fuck the colonials. That's my, like, little personal theory on this. But so he's telling his wife, like, aliens are coming, 2016. Which I don't know if it's, like, they're... I still don't know, is it that they're gonna land by 2016? Or they plan to have the entire world taken over by 2016? And is this just a scientist um, theory on this? Because do the aliens follow our calendar? Do they have our measurements of time? And even if they measure in the same, like, time and days and months, 
how do they have our years? Like, well, I know the they did say that the aliens researched the planet, so could be very well that they know that 2016 is coming up. But the wife, you know, she's just like, oh, this is just crazy talk. The aliens aren't coming. And that night, at least I think that night, we see some very bad CGI fireballs land on Earth, and one of them pops up into one of the alien predators. Although this one's more alien, because it's got, like... Fuck, I wish I knew, like, the names of the aliens. I, I was always bigger on the predator side of these films than the aliens. So, but it's the one that has, like, the little mouth that pops out. And so it's got that... So it's based on that alien. But it's got the mandibles of the Predator. But this one's more alien than Predator. And... I'm sure all those people that were thinking, like, Oh, this is a joke. Are soon gonna wish that it was just a joke. The scientist guy gets on his laptop. And... Some troubling news. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe he got the report that the aliens have landed. He's just very worried. And his daughter, or maybe it's his wife. I don't know. She wants to like just go out. And he's like, no, don't go out. Aliens are out there. Except he didn't say aliens. So I don't know if he's... I don't know what the message he got that he's so worried about. But he seems to want his daughter or wife or whoever this lady is, to not leave. And he's very worried, and she sounds very concerned talking back to him. And they seem just very worried, and then she's just kind of like, ah, fuck it, I'll go anyways. <laughs> so, I don't know. I I mean, I was assuming she was going for, like, to social hangout or something, but maybe it's just something really important. She needs to go get groceries or something, which, okay, you know... Better get the groceries because we're going to have to hunker down and we don't know how long we're going to be in here hiding from the aliens. Okay. Or she might just be going to hang out at the mall. I don't know. But either way, she does seem worried about it. So at least she is worried. So that's why I'm hoping that at least it's an important thing she's going out for. And then the two kids are hanging out, but this time they're not laughing. They're very worried and talking very like it's like the reality of things have just hit upon them so i don't know do they now believe that the aliens are coming they're just kind of just very serious and kind of scared and they're like man but again like neither conversation says aliens or spaceships or scientists so they could just be ruminating on you know the futileness of life like we're stuck in Ghana. This is the best we'll ever have. My dreams are crushed. And so I don't know. Maybe they're just having philosophical conversations. And they've just got way too existentialist. And they're just like, man, we're just freaked out. But so they seem very, like, concerned. And then these two guys are walking down the street and they're talking about something and one of them's got a paper in his hand. Some sort of document or... I don't know, maybe he's got a flyer for a show or something. Like, dude, we should go to the show. But then, the alien's there. And the alien, sneaky bastard, he's like, whoa, 
I better not call attention to myself. So he turns himself invisible. Because he's got the Predator ability of invisibility. And as you know, Predator is not 100% invisible. He has a telltale shimmer. Archer quote. If uh, any other Archer fans out there. <laughs> Except, it's not even so much a shimmer as they kind of like just move the opaqueness on the 3D model and just made it very like translucent and that seems I think he said transparent I think he actually used the English word transparent so that's another word we have another English word that's uh, in this language so they're like that's transparent so they see that something there's something like translucent there but they don't quite know what it is and the aliens like ah, I've been spotted so might as well just make myself completely visible and they see it like ah it's an alien predator so they run and they get a good head start and they run and turn a corner and I think they turn a couple of corners and this is very important because the alien predator he takes a, like a deadly disc type thing and he throws it it's like a evil throwing star made by aliens and it fucking follows them <laughs> it, it like makes these turns that they made but luckily they have matrix like moves like seriously like the dude like ducked by doing that matrix thing where he like goes backwards and bends all the way backwards so that the throwing star just flies above him that that is impressive <laughs> that, um, so is this just him? He's, like, worked hard on his martial arts, and that way he has, like, these, like, awesome moves? Or is it just something, like, you know, they teach in Ghana, like, well, you never know when an alien is gonna attack you and throw shit at you, so you need to learn all the ways to duck. I guess we'll see how the other people, like, respond to these alien creatures, but the throwing star is also kind of like a boomerang and makes its way back to the alien predator. Which I assume it then had to make all the turns back. This is very fucking advanced technology these alien predators have. So the two guys have now made it back to the apartment complex and they start talking. And they're all like crazed because they're probably like, Dude, we just got fucking attacked by an alien. What the hell was that all about? And they're talking and... They say passports. There's another English word that they know. Um, so I don't know, maybe like they need to get their passports so they can get out of Ghana. Because remember the news report did say the aliens were specifically targeting Ghana. So get out of Ghana and you'll be safe for the time being. And the words don't really match up the mouth movements. And I don't know if it's like it's badly dubbed and maybe like this thing was filmed in a completely different language or if it's just YouTube like not being very well synced up which could possibly be and then this woman with big old titties is running and her big old titties are shaking about um yeah what you, you think I'm not gonna notice big old titties bouncing about and comment on it is this your first time listening to this podcast? But she's running from one of the alien predators, and she 
hides behind a wall, which is enough to lose the trail. He even puts on his infrared vision, uh, predator trait, you know. It's not an innate trait. Like, it was technology, right? It was, like, the infrared and the shimmer invisibility. Those were the technology. So he's got the technology. But he's unable to find her, even though he's got his infrared vision. And even though she fucking sneezes! She sneezes really loud, and he looks around, and he's like, yeah... I still don't see her. You are like the worst predator alien ever. Like, don't... Maybe this is the thing with alien predators. Like, predator predators, you know, they train in being hunters and become really good fucking hunters. That's like their whole deal is they love to hunt. This guy just does not know how to hunt because she sneezed and... He just walked on by like, Duff. I don't see her. And she manages to make it back to the apartment complex and tell someone like, ah, I was chased by aliens. Like, oh no. And I don't know if the guy she's talking to believes her or not. I can't quite tell. Could be either or. <laughs> but I, yeah, like I seriously can't tell if he was like, oh my God, you got attacked by an alien. This is insane. Or... You're a fucking idiot. Okay, and this film is now officially, like, one of my favorite things ever. So, a couple more big-titted women's are running, and her their big old titties are just bouncing about. But that's not what makes this the greatest film ever. Though that doesn't hurt. And so they're running from the Predator alien, who seems to be really far away, even though he's, like, running at a much faster speed than they are. So, but he's still nowhere near them. And so they're running, and one of the ladies falls and twists her ankle, and the other lady's trying to help her. But the alien predator, he's like, huh, they're really fucking far away. What can I do? Hey, here's a CGI car right here. Because, you know, it has to be CGI, because they can't afford a real car to do this. He picks up the CGI car and lobs it, and it flies. It's got to be at least, like, 100 feet. Like, seriously, like, this guy was running so fast and still couldn't catch up to this these women, but he lobs the CGI car, which lands on one of the women, and CGI blood just squirts out. And at least they, you know, added extra CGI animation to show that the car, like, just fucking is now a wreck. Because, you know, that just... That'd be straining credibility a little too much. Like, I could buy that this alien came to Earth and picked up a car with no trouble and lobbed it all the way. But it's in pristine condition. I don't believe that. So thankfully the special effects people were like, yeah, let's make the car look totaled. And... Bless you... <laughs> special effects people <laughs> this was like the greatest fucking scene I, I think I'm going to have to watch it again because it's like the greatest fucking scene I've ever watched in a movie today <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of the bar I'm setting of the stuff I watched today this was the greatest thing I saw now there's a bunch of guys sitting around talking I'm not sure what they're talking about but they seem kind of upset. 
Not uh, about, you know, alien predators coming down and killing everyone, because they probably don't know that yet. They just seem, like, just kind of upset with the general way the world's going, really. Um, which I don't blame them. I, it feels like, you know, maybe one of them got fired, and they're like, man, you know, fuck the man, and stuff like that. Then we get the little kid, he's walking across the road. I'm not sure where, just kind of just walking. But then he sees an alien predator, and, he, and he's like, oh no, he knows this is bad shit. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So he drops to the ground, um, and, you know, his plan, I guess, is... If I lay still on the ground, the alien predator will not see me. And you know what? It works! Because apparently alien predator doesn't have peripheral vision and can't look down. Um, he stops where the kid is and he kind of looks around, like, but just side to side. Like, huh, nope, nothing here. And then just walks on. So... For future reference, if you are ever encountering a alien predator, and I think it could only be an alien predator, um, it has to be part alien and part predator. If it's an alien or if it's a predator, just full purebred, they will probably catch you. But if it's an alien predator, just lay on the ground and they will walk right past you. And then... After the alien predator has walked by, the kid stands up and he starts smacking himself like he can't believe that the alien predator fell for it. Like, even he's like, what the fuck? This was like the stupidest thing I just did. And it worked! And let that be a lesson. Just because you think an idea is completely stupid, do not let it stop you from being an idiot. So the little kid goes back to his house, where the older kid is, and... I don't know, I'm still not sure if they're brothers or just, you know, they both live in this apartment complex. Um, it's kind of a gated community. It's where the rich Ghana people live. And he's telling them about, you know, what just happened to him. And the other kid's kind of like, at first he's like really scared and nervous. Then, as the story goes, he starts laughing uproariously. Like... Ah, uh, get the fuck out of here with your silly, like, oh, alien predators. Everyone knows aliens and predators are mortal enemies, and they wouldn't mate to create an alien predator. Which, you know, if someone, if before seeing this movie, someone came up to me and said that there were alien predators, I too would be skeptical. But the little kid knows what happened. Meanwhile, here's a couple biddies sitting on their porch talking and these two guys in suits walk around and they're creeping around like ooh something mysterious is going on and we got the dramatic music that makes me think like you know there's something sinister about these guys except this dramatic music has been playing throughout the entire film so far so I don't know who they are and they come up to the old biddies and I think they might be Jehovah's Witnesses, because they kind of look like they're uh, going to talk to them about the good Lord. And they talk, and then the ladies kind of just laugh at them, like, oh, sure, yeah, whatever. And so the guys walk off, and they go to another woman, and they start talking to her. And she's even more like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. I will not fall for your scam. I know you are from the nearby Nigeria. 
and we don't trust your prince. I don't know. I All I know is she seems to be angry at them. Now we've got a mom running, and she's got a baby in her hands, and I'm guessing she's running away from the alien predator, and she's too scared, and she realizes the baby's just weighing her down. Like, you know, it's like that old saying, like, you know, running from a zombie or a bear or whatever. I don't have to be faster than the thing chasing me. I just have to be faster than you. And so she realizes, let me just put this baby down. And the baby's crying, and the mom's like, oh, you know, I feel really bad about this, but uh, fuck you, kid. And she runs off. And then this other guy's, like, running by, and he's like, whoa, whoa, little man, what's going on here? And by this time, he's the baby stopped crying because he's kind of like, what? I mean, he's he's not quite baby. He's, like, a little older. So I guess maybe a toddler. I don't think he can walk yet. He's probably, like, a crawling type. So, but this guy stops crying. He's like, oh, little man, like, what are you doing here? Where's your mom? What's going on? But then the guy looks back and is like, oh, yeah, alien predator <laughs> running after me. Or, you know, walking, power walking at a steadfast pace. So let me get the fuck out of here. Sorry, little man. You're on your own. And so he runs, and then the alien predator, and it's the scene I told you about earlier, the scene that made me have to watch this movie, because <laughs> it is so fantastic, and I am just gonna, I can just play this on a loop over and over. The alien predator comes by, and since the toddler's only sitting up and not laying down, so we learned earlier, you know, laying down will keep the alien predator from being able to see you. But if you're sitting up, even if you're just a little toddler, Alien Predator can see you, and Alien Predator is like, get the fuck out of my way, and kicks the baby. <laughs> oh my god. I, I fucking love this scene. It is so fantastic. <laughs> we just got this, like, it's just the CGI is, like, so beyond bad, combined with just the utter insanity of, you know, he doesn't decide to kill him or anything, he fucking kicks him out of the way, and then for some reason turns invisible afterwards, like, oh fuck, someone might have seen me kick a baby, um, let me disappear. Like, what the fuck was that about? Why, why did he have to turn invisible? Oh my god, but I love, I just fucking love the baby kick. And let me be clear. I only love the baby kick when it's bad CGI alien kicking a bad CGI baby. I am not for baby kicking in real life. <laughs> this, I'm going to watch it a few more times because it is so fucking glorious. It is like, seriously, it's the best scene in all of cinema. Like, fuck Citizen Kane saying Rosebud and all that and... You know, Leonardo DiCaprio saying, I'm the king of the world. And whatever, whatever scene in film that you think is the greatest film in cinema history, it's now number two. Because Alien Predator kicking a baby is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And to make sure you got the visual right, when I say that Alien Predator kicks a baby, he kicks him like a football, and the baby goes flying. <laughs> like, just... Like, they cut and paste him, like... 
and just kind of it's just such horrid visual effects that it's brilliant and beautiful and unfortunately there's more to the movie than just alien predator kicking baby kick the baby oh, like south park you know like he like uh kyle used to kick ike yeah it's like that we're were they inspired by South Park for this? I I don't care. I've watched this scene like 20 times and it does not get any less funny. <laughs> it is fantastic. It is brilliant. But unfortunately there's more to the movie than just that. So we go to some other people talking and I get the feeling that even if I understood what they were talking about, I would still be bored by them. And they're talking and then some other guys show up and they've got pipes and sheet metal and I'm not sure if they're looking for a fight if they're looking to fight against the alien predator or fight another gang or just looking for a contracting job I don't know but they walk up to these other people leave the lead pipes and sheet metal down on the ground so I I don't know what that's all about who knows it's just it's just glorious right I I don't know. Why is that? That's not that part's not glorious. Alien predator kicking a baby. That's glorious. And now the scientist is back at his computer, looking at his screensaver and listening to some more dialogue from the alien predators that are still up in space. And it's not good. It is not good. And he throws his hands up like, "Oh no!" And that's the end of part one. And by that, just part one of the video, because. Uh, it's split up into two videos on YouTube. So I will go on and I will watch part two. Which I hope is full of something as glorious as Alien Predator kicking a baby. If they have another Alien Predator kicking a baby, that would be even more fantastic. Now there's a news report about something. Maybe the aliens. I don't know. Um, but then, like, this husband and wife just start arguing, and the wife seems to be all like, See, I told you I was right! So, yeah, I guess she thought she believed in the alien predators. And then more people talking, and... God, these parts of the film are so boring. Please, just give me more alien predators! So now we got two groups of guys that are walking and talking as you know people tend to do a lot of people walk and they talk but then suddenly I think their cell phones ring or something with their cell phones because a guy in each group pulls out a cell phone and they're looking worried and I don't know what it is they got a text message or something and there's a lot of yelling and my guess based on what happens is that the text says this cell phone's about to blow up. And you got the guy with the cell phone in each group like, No! What are you talking about? That's crazy. This isn't going to really blow up. And then the other guy in the group is like, Dude, it's going to fucking blow up. Get rid of your cell phone. And so in one group, the guy grabs the cell phone and throws it in the air and kaboom! It blows up. So yes, the cell phone was set to explode. That I assume is what the text was saying. And unfortunately, in the other group, Kofi, because they kept calling him Kofi, so I'm glad that there's another Kofi from Ghana out there. But un 
or there was, because unfortunately, he didn't get rid of his cell phone, and he went kaboom. And since apparently they couldn't afford, in the budget, actual blood, we just get, like, CGI blood <laughs> on the ground. Which is fantastic. I, I love this movie's special effects. Like, they're like, you know what? I mean, granted... David Fincher uses CGI blood. And his uh, reasoning is actually very sound. That's like, well, you know what? I'm going to have to do second, third, fifth takes on these scenes. I don't want to fucking clean up all this blood between scenes. And it's like, yeah. Good point. So use CGI blood. And since this film is using Microsoft Paint for its CGI effects... We got, like, it looks like just blobs of red from Microsoft Paint on the ground. It is fan-fucking-tastic. And, yeah, I... Was it the alien predators? Did they blow up the phones? Is it completely unrelated? How did the guy know that the phone was gonna blow up? Man, I wish I could understand the language they're speaking in this. So one of the guys goes home to his wife and she starts yelling at him because probably because he still hasn't gone and found a job. What the fuck is that lazy slob doing all day? And, you know, he's like, well, I was with my friends and the phone blew up. And I, I forget, I think this was the one that was with Kofi. So, you know, my friend is dead. Or maybe not because he's not seemingly, like, upset at all about his friend blowing up, so maybe he was in the other group, and the phone just blew up. Like, hey, babe, I couldn't call you because the phone blew up. Oh, likely story. And then, over at the other part of the apartment complex, the little kid's uh, playing with a bunch of cell phones, trying to take them apart, even by, like, biting down on them. And I think maybe he's behind the exploding cell phones. I don't trust him. He just... There's something devious about him. And... So, then this other girl comes and she says something to him. And he starts yelling at her because he's mad. Everyone's mad about something. Everyone is just yelling at each other. And I wish I knew what was going on. And I wish they would stop yelling. Because why are you fighting amongst yourselves? There are alien predators out there and exploding cell phones and babies being kicked. You should not be fighting. Then we've got some more people yelling at each other because that's kind of all that happens. That's like the majority of this film is people yelling at each other or people walking and talking. So we go from people yelling at each other to some more people walking and talking. And then this group of guys, they see something on the ground, something weird. So, you know, one of them stops to pick it up. Actually, he gets told by the other guys to go back and pick it up. And as he picks it up... Oh no! The alien predator makes himself uninvisible! Or visible, again. And everyone's scared, like, oh no! So the guy who found the thing... Who found the object on the ground throws it to the other guys. Like, oh, go! Take care of it! Uh, it kind of looks like a tire iron. Or, like, a air pressure gauge. Shows how much I know about, like car stuff. It looks like some sort of car tool. And he throws it to them because they gotta keep it safe. And he tries to run away from the predator alien, but unfortunately, 
he's got that mouth extender, the little mouth, and he extends it very far away. That trips up the guy, and then he shoves the mini mouth into the guy's throat, killing him. And then he becomes invisible again. And his friends go home, and they see the scientists, and they try to tell him what's going on, and they're trying to cry also very hard. Unfortunately, their acting skills are just not there. They're just not there. And then we get shots of various people who've been killed by the Predator alien, presumably. And then another great shot with the Predator alien uh, picks up a CGI motorcycle and just fucking lobs it because he's got super strength. You know, we know he can pick up CGI vehicles and lob them. (laughs) There's these two friends walking and one of them looks back and sees, holy shit, a CGI motorcycle coming straight to my head, so he ducks. And it smacks the other guy in the in his spine. I would imagine that it just that being hit by a motorcycle, even a CGI motorcycle, would not bounce off your spine like it does here. And I mean, the guy then falls down and cracks his head on the thingamajig. Um, I, I gotta watch it again. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it just fucking, like, just pounces off his spine. What the fuck is that all about? You would think he would just be crushed underneath the motorcycle. No, it bounces off of him, and he smacks his head against the ground, and he bleeds, and he dies, but you'd think he would just be crushed underneath the motorcycle, but no, not this film. This film is like, fuck that. We want our money's worth from these special effects, so the motorcycle is going to fucking bounce off his spine. It is... It is a thing of beauty, this film. Now, the scientist is hard at work at something. um, Because I think uh, he's designing this to uh, take on the alien predators and hopefully kill them. uh, Which I think he's using a 3D printer or something. Um, Just very bad special effects. But it looks like he's going to try to create a robot. And not just any robot. It's the fucking Terminator endoskeleton. Which... Why not? We've got a mixture of alien and predators, so why not have them fight the Terminator? This, uh... I'm sure this is, like, hundreds of fan fiction out there on the internet. And probably even worse, there's hundreds of fan fiction in which the Terminator fucks the alien predators. Which already we've got, like, knowing, or at least presuming, that the aliens fucked the Predator... Which I'm sure there is a lot of fanfic out there about that. But to top it off, we've got... the So they're making a Terminator endoskeleton. And I'm guessing this is what they're going to use to fight against the alien predators. Now, more people yelling. Because, damn, there is a lot of people yelling in this movie. It's like... So far, I've been like 70% of this movie is just people sitting around yelling at each other. And then this guy's walking down the street, 
and the alien predator is nearby. So he turns himself invisible, you know, to get the catch on him, you know, get the advantage, heads up. And the guy's walking and but, you know, he's got the telltale shimmer. So the guy's like, wait a minute, there's something there. And so the alien predator, knowing the jig is up, makes himself uninvisible. And, oh no, guy goes running like, ah, it's an alien predator. And I guess they, every time we have a scene where someone runs from an alien predator, they make really fucking good time. They, I don't know if it's a... Uh, People in Ghana are just all, like, naturally super fast runners. Um, I would say, like, it's just in comparison to the Alien Predator. But, no, seriously, they go, like, huge distance in, like, seconds. And I feel like, you know, it's kind of racist. The whole, like, oh, African people being really fast runners and all that. But this movie was made by actual African Africans. So, we can't really say it's racist. Maybe, like, they're telling us, like, yeah, it's a stereotype, but it is true of us. At least in Ghana. We all can run fucking fast. But Alien Predator, he's got his, like, little boomerang projectile, and he throws it. But luckily, because again, like, everyone... Or at least most people, it seems, in Ghana are fucking amazing athletes. So this guy ducks and starts running again. But Alien Predator can control the thing and make it come back. So it starts coming back from behind him. And once again, he ducks. Like, wow. He has managed to avoid it twice. And then changes directions of where he's running. Which, to me, seems like he would be now running back into the direction of the alien predator. Because he's, like, going forward and then going backwards. So unless he made a turn at some point, in which case, like, this fucking, like, boomerang projectile thing is, like, awesome. <laughs> Being able to maneuver corners and shit. Or he's running back towards the alien predator. and he, But he manages to make it back to his house. And his wife's yelling at him because, you know, he still hasn't gotten a job. And I don't know if that's what they're yelling about. And I'll admit it's kind of racist of me not the assuming he doesn't have a job, but me assuming that it's the same guy I keep saying doesn't have a job. But, you know, he's trying to say, like, you know, I got face-to-face -face with an alien predator. You should be happy that I'm still at least alive. And she's mad and she yells, but then he says something. And it's really dramatic. You know, the dramatic music that has no effect. Because it's been dramatic for, like, the entire film. But I know that this is dramatic because the camera zooms in on her face. And he says something. And she's just taken back and, like, can't even talk. Like, whoa, what the fuck is this? So I'm thinking he asked for a divorce. That's the only explanation I can come with. He's like, honey, you keep nagging at me to get a job but I almost got killed by a fucking alien predator and you know why because I was out looking for a job and then they start arguing again because reasons I don't know I I don't know what they're saying now it's a week later and there's a taxi driving and they're listening to the radio 
And I'm not sure what they're talking about, but it sounds like it's not good news. Um, I think the alien predators are gonna attack. Or, I don't know, so far there's only one. There's just been the one that's been walking around, and we haven't figured out what his plan is. Like, he doesn't seem to have any demands or even do anything. He's just been walking around and just killing people. And so now we're a week later, and you'd think he would get bored of that, but apparently not. But, so, the passengers in the back seat they start yelling at the taxi driver for reasons. I don't know, maybe they're like, we didn't want to listen to this. Couldn't you have put some music on? Put on the top 40 radio hits. And one of the guys in the back starts talking and he mentions Iraq, Afghanistan, and Mesopotamia. So I don't know, maybe he was a soldier and was stationed in all those places and is saying, yeah, I saw some fucked up shit in the war, but nothing fucked up like this alien predator. Meanwhile, over at the gated community, a couple guys are walking and talking, because, you know, when people aren't yelling at each other, they're just walking and talking in this movie. But the alien predator has gotten through into the gated community by phasing through the walls. Like, oh my god, he if he's had this power, why hasn't he been just like kind of going into people's houses and just fucking shit up? Especially, like, at night while they're sleeping. Just sneak in, kill them. But where's the fun in that? Like, he wants to keep it a sport, right? He wants to keep engaged and have fun hunting these guys. And he sees one guy, and Alien Predator has a new move in his arsenal. Uh, He must have learned this over the past week. But he fucking jump kicks. And it's, like, got the effect from... um, the one dude in Mortal Kombat, who is it? Johnny Cage or Liu Kang or one of the guys. You know, if you played Mortal Kombat, you know the guy I'm talking about. I just don't remember any of their names. But I know one of them does this sort of like jump kick where they're in just position. They jump up and sit in position and their entire body just flies without any sort of movement. They just stay completely still as they fly to kick their opponent in the face. And that is what the alien predator does. And I'm glad he's learning new moves. Uh, you know, he can't just rely on his like little projectile thing. But I would like to see more picking up heavy vehicles and crushing people with them. But I will take this drop kick to the face. More walking and talking and yelling. Um, man, I'm so bored. It feels like they're padding the runtime because I don't know if any of these conversations are actually like important, like if they further the plot in any way, or is it okay? Our financial backers told us we need to bring in two hours of film, so let's just talk. And then there's this Bible group, and they're talking about stuff. And then they stand up and they start singing. Which at least breaks up the monotony. Like, at least we got something else going on. But then we're back to the lab, where the scientist is hard to work. And his robot creation is almost ready. Um, So it's more than just the uh, Terminator endoskeleton. Because now, like, he's got pants. And a jacket. 
And now he's got a face. He is a human. Cyborg. He's a humanoid. But up in space, the alien predators are talking. And I'm not sure what they're saying, but this isn't good, because I think they're going to send reinforcements. Now there's a live news report of what's going on with the alien killing all the people of Ghana. Except we're not really seeing them being killed, we're just seeing them running around like crazy people. But then, the news reporter, she yells, and the camera feed dies, so alien predator probably got her. Or at the very least, got the cameraman first. Meanwhile, Black Terminator... Is that racist to say? Ghana Terminator, that's what I was going to go with. But Black Terminator just kind of has a nicer ring to it. Ghana Terminator, he's walking the streets looking for the alien predator. And he comes across him. And alien predator is like, oh shit. Shit's about to go down. So he kicks a CGI car. He kicks it in the back. Like, but not like kicking like a football. Like just kicking to slide it down towards the black the Ghana Terminator who just sidesteps it and Alien Term I'm just losing track of who's what now. Uh Alien Predator he's like, oh shit. Well let me throw some of my uh thingamajigs. And again Ghana Terminator sidesteps some. He's pretty badass. So there's another trick in Alien Predator's wheelhouse for, like, the more, like, dangerous people. A fucking gun, like a handgun, just pops out of his chest and shoots giant bullets. Like, just pops right out. And then, bang, bang. And again, Ghana Terminator sidesteps them. You're gonna have to work harder. So then, Ghana Terminator, he's got some weapons of his own. He's got buzzsaws that fly out of his elbows. <laughs> yeah, um, sure, because at this point, when you're doing this, like, sky's the limit, as far as your CGI budget goes, anyhow. And so he shoots this buzzsaw out of his elbow, and doesn't really do any damage to the alien predator, other than, like, pushing him back, like, 100 feet. And alien predator's like, what the fuck was this? And just pulls out the buzzsaw and tells it aside. And sends another one of his boomerang projectiles. And this one lands and hits the Terminator. And it's an explosive. And it causes fire, which causes all the skin to melt off of the Ghana Terminator. So, even though it probably would have been cheaper just to keep the actor acting for a while, they just kind of went straight back to the endoskeleton because the skin melts down to the end because you can't melt the endoskeleton because that's fucking like titanium and shit but all the clothes and skin just got melted right off so what was the point of even hiring an actor at that point why not just keep on and just had the cgi endoskeleton for the entire film or for the last like 20 minutes of the film where he's fighting why did you hire an actor Probably was, like, the director's, like, cousin or something. Like, yo, man, I want to be in this film. But I want to be a badass. Sure, whatever. You get five seconds on screen. Now, the scientist gets some message on his homing beacon or something. Telling him, 
Oh no, the guy in the Terminator is in trouble. I must go save him. Let me walk slowly out of here. But guy in the Terminator, you know, he's on fire, but he's not in trouble. He's now just a badass endoskeleton. And the alien predator is like, whoa, what the fuck is this? This isn't just a human. This is a robot. So he goes to do his sidekick. His, like, well, he doesn't jump this time. He just lifts his leg into kick motion and slides over. And it knocks down the Terminator. But Terminator, he gets right back up. So he gets down. He gets knocked down. And he's up again. Never gonna keep him down. He gets knocked down. Then he's up again. Never gonna keep him down. Pissing the night away. Pissing the night away. He drinks his whiskey drink. He drink. Why am I like? <laughs> I'm just. I stretched that joke way beyond the point of anyone caring. But so alien predators like. Okay, well, let me use my little boomerang projectile again, and that goes flying, but now that he's in endoskeleton form, the Terminator has some more tricks and can guide the boomerang projectile, and he causes it to go flying at the alien predator, and it slices him in half, and the alien predator's torso goes flying all the way into the woods. Terminator has saved the day. At least for now, because, you know, there's probably more alien predators coming on the way. Some more people talking, but, you know, who cares about them? And then, the Terminator is back. And he has somehow gotten his skin and clothes back. Um, I don't know, maybe the scientists caught up to him and like, Here, here's another uh, body for you to inhabit. And he's walking and he's looking sternly he knows that there's another alien predator who looks exactly like the first one so i don't know maybe they're twins and they look like okay or maybe the alien predator put himself back together and they look at each other and it's like okay round two and so this alien predator who has probably the fucking greatest power i've ever seen in any movie because he shoots out of his fist, motorcycles. <laughs> like he shoots these two little balls that, like, then hover on each side of the Terminator, and the balls just grow into full-size motorcycles. Um, not Harley's; they're, they're kind of like Honda motorcycles, uh, which the, still impressive. <laughs> and these two motorcycles are. About to just come and crush the Terminator in between them. But, Terminator's too powerful. And so he punches each of the motorcycle so hard that they blow up. And the alien predator looks at this and he's like, Fuck this shit! I am out of here! <laughs> he jumps up and he flies back to his spaceship. Yeah, don't fuck with Ghana Terminator! But, you know, they're still, uh, they're still out there, so Ghana Terminator's like, this isn't the end. So Ghana Terminator jumps and he flies to the spaceship, and he doesn't land inside the spaceship, he just hits the spaceship. And then 
back on Earth, two people are talking, and it seems like it's a, is that it? Is it over? And the film ends, I think. The YouTube video ends. So I don't know if this is the end of the film. Um, there doesn't seem to be any comments saying, hey, where's part three? I will quickly look up. Is there... Is there a part three? Um, no, it doesn't look like. Although, are they two separate movies? Because coming up, I see 2016 one and two movie trailer. So I don't know if that means it's like two movie trailers for the movie or if they're separate movies. Um, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie trailer. I will be right back. So the trailer on the screen says 2016 1 and 2. And it just keeps yelling, 2016! 2016! While showing us some of the best uh, moments from the movie. Like Alien Predator kicking the baby. Oh, man. Why did this film not win like the best foreign film Oscar? Just for that scene alone. It is fantastic. I love it. It is just fan-fucking-tastic. I say again, over and over and over. So, and there's a making-of video of this, too. Um, which the guy, he's not speaking English, so I still don't know what he's saying, so I don't really learn. Because it's not, like, typical, like, behind the scenes. It's more like he's doing audio commentary on the movie. So I don't know. I I I can't learn much about how this film was act, was made. And I still have no idea whether or not, you know, part 2 was like the actual finish. Um just cuz it feels like a lot of loose ends. I mean, we don't even really learn if the terminator killed the other alien predators. I got to say like it was kind of a fantastic scene to end on, but I don't know. I I just felt like there's no real resolution, so I don't know if that's intentionally how it ended or if that's just all that's out there and there is further. There's a 2016 part three. Um, so if anyone out there knows, let me know. Velvetal at hotmail.com or leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. As usual. You know, and it doesn't have to be just about 2016. If you've got any suggestions you want to see, let me know. Uh, Till then, I love you guys and girls and in-betweeners.